Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everyone? And welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Today, we have Rick Oakland, the developer behind the shmup slash pinball creation known as Retro Spaceball. Rick, thanks for joining. Hey, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Well, I'm doing great. I don't know about the rest of them. I hope they're doing okay. But uh, Rick, I one of the things about this game, and uh, I, I was really glad that you actually reached out because I had seen this before on Twitter. I'm not really nice. exactly sure. Maybe someone had tweeted it out and I saw it through that. But I, I love this idea of games being blended, right? I, I always talk sure. about when you combine different genres or different types of mechanics from games, you usually will get something that is very unique, uh, especially in your case. Uh, that being said, before we dive into the game, I always like to start this off where we talk about the creators and sure. who's actually behind these games. So, Rick, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into the games uh, in the first place? Maybe, you know, a little bit of background. Who are you? All right. Yeah. So, you know, as a kid, I was really into art. So that was kind of the direction that I went. You know, I, I loved games and I loved music. So all of those things I had going for me, even at a very young age. But I actually studied 3D modeling and animation in college, hmm. um, but then I graduated during the recession, so I wasn't able to find like real industry work. Um, right. Yeah, it was kind of rough for me. So I just like kept going on my portfolio and kept applying, um, you know, and not getting a whole lot of responses. But eventually, you know, I started talking to people and uh, freelancing and just doing my own thing, really selling, you know, fine art to digital mm -hmm. art, making t-shirts and just kind of all types of stuff. Right. Um, but games were always like the thing. It was just too hard to do by myself. Okay. Okay. So I started finding teams, you know, and these teams, like they don't always work like how you want them to, right? You, you know, yeah. you find someone that could be your, your best friend. Like this dude I was playing bass with for like a long time, or he was my bass player um, for a long mm -hmm. time. And, um, he was a programmer. He was just learning X and A. This was a while ago. And um, I was an artist. You know, I had been doing it for a long time at this point. So I was like, yeah, let's make a game. You know, I've been meaning to find someone. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And I made a prototype for him with the art and stuff. And the prototype worked great. He handed it in for his project. And that was it. It was like, where's what about the rest? <laughs> you know? And then he's like, yeah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm moving on to other stuff. You know, I'm like, well, could I see the code? And he's like, no. <laughs> So, oh wow <laughs> yeah so at that point and this is like my best friend you know one of my best friends so i had to just find the, the same tutorial he was using <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. and that was what started it so yeah and wow. I, honestly i'm still making that game <laughs> <laughs> that was like like over 10 years ago <laughs> wow that's crazy so uh based on that and and this might be one of the reasons why a lot of people end up moving towards that you know that solo dev uh route but are you the only dev on this project 
Uh, so yeah, I, as far as the development goes, I've done all of the music, all of the assets, all of the programming. I'm, I'm not downloading assets um, for this game at all. Um, wow. All the sound effects, like anything you could think of. The only thing that I actually downloaded was the font for the logo and some of the fonts in the game. But gotcha. they're really simple fonts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a lot of pressure, huh? It is, but you know what? I, um, I alleviate some of that by hiring and uh, reaching out to like marketing people and uh, that right. type of stuff. So I, I have a little bit of a community going where I'm always constantly talking to people, whether they're actually working on it and getting paid or if they're just working on it um, out of their own passion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they, they, they like can sense my passion and, they, and it rubs off on them and it gets them going on their projects and then I get interested in their projects. And there's a lot of... Uh, like cross pollination of projects going on in within right. my community. Um, yeah, that's always the interesting. It's always the interesting thing that I've seen, especially with the indie dev community, is there's a lot of like hurrah behind each other's different uh, creations. You see oh, yeah. it a lot for the people who are trying to always like kickstart or crowdfund their projects. Like all the time, I'll see one developer really just gung ho trying to promote another person's work, which is, you know, it's not always the norm that you see in a lot of industries. So anytime I see that specifically, I'm always very, you know, uh, happy to see it. It seems like a lot of this is very much, you know, we're all kind of in it together to see like who can actually blow up and make that next game. But like, um, at the same time, a lot of it is in that that realm of everyone giving a little bit and making their own project a little bit better, which I, I think is is something uh, something to take away from from this indie space that is definitely a benefit. Yeah, you said it really eloquently there. It's it's just a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you're a dev, go check out the dev space and Twitter because it's just it's amu- it's amazing. All these people are just so awesome to one another. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so how long have you actually been working on this project? Then? This project alone, like, so, so like I was saying, like 10 years ago, I was starting my first space shooter and stuff. It was completely different, but a lot of mm-hmm. those same mechanics I'm still using and a lot of the same programming techniques and stuff like that I'm still using. But this actual project, I started in 2017 in November. Wow. Okay. Okay. So about, about three years now, a little bit. Yeah, just over three years. And it's, it's taking a long time because I work full time as a picture framer, believe it or not. I I actually use a couple laser engravers at a sports marketing place. So I I do a little bit of marketing, but mostly graphic design stuff there. Right. And, and production picture framing. (laughs) So a lot of work actually. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, it's always it's always very impressive uh, when I hear that because uh, there's there's a number of developers that I've talked to who are in that same boat where they're like, yeah, I've been working on this, but uh, I mean, honestly, like a lot of that is just my free time, and it's just because I'm so passionate and want to get this out. But like, I'm also you know I've got a, another nine to five job, which is incredible because if you looked at what you have created uh there's there's a lot of of work that has gone into this especially if you're creating all the music all the assets all of the the actual coding itself like that's a lot of time you know how 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 many hours would you say or like you know how how much time are you realistically putting into this then so I, i i definitely i'm not as consistent as i probably would have liked to have been when i started but i realized that that type of consistency can really wear wear you down and yeah. honestly I've, I've had a lot of issues with stress and um, muscle tension and uh, no. just just having poor posture you know honestly I, I had to have x-rays over the summer on my whole spinal cord because I, I knew something was wrong 
but I didn't know what. And apparently there's an abnormality in my lower spine. I didn't know about my whole life. So, wow. yeah. So well, like little I things like that are, I hope it's nothing too serious though. Oh, I, I hope so too. But I mean, the, the pain is, is pretty bad. It's definitely like, you know, like, I don't know. It's like, I, I'm supposed to see all these doctors and stuff, but this COVID stuff makes it really hard to see some doctors and stuff. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things going on at once, you know what I mean? But luckily, I'm insured for like the first time ever, right? <laughs> well, that's good at least. Yeah, yeah, it's, I it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun, I'm sure. All right, well, let's dive into the actual game itself now, because uh, now that we've seen kind of your your struggle, or not really struggle, <laughs> but just the amount the hardships. of <laughs> hardships that you're you're going through and how you're you're trying to build up this great game, let's actually talk about it, right? So, yeah, retro baseball. For those who don't know anything about this game, how would you describe it, and why should people be excited for it? So it's a pin shooter, and that's that's a little bit of a stretch because you know no one knows what that is yet. But it's it's a vertical shooter combined with pinball. So if you could imagine like Sonic Spinball, basically, and right. then like maybe Alien Crush, if you if you're into like retro games, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So like mixing a video game pinball game with a shooter game, it's yeah. I don't know. I think that's awesome. Just just <laughs> just the idea, you know. And I wrote it down in a notebook, probably like what 2013 or something like that. Yeah. And and I was working on something really big at the time, and I had to cancel that project because it was just too big, and I didn't know what I was doing yet. So, um. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be one of my questions because, first off, when I think of these two different genres that that this is associated in, which is like the shmup world and pinball, right? Uh -huh. I honestly don't think of innovation when I think of those two genres, and I hmm. I, I I mean I might be wrong; they just might not might not be my genre of choice and that's why i'm not specifically looking for that um but this idea of blending them and creating something totally new seems very far-fetched from anything that i've seen as of recent right so how how exactly did that come into your mind like what was it about these two things that you were like you know what that would probably really stick well together so um i i mentioned alien crush but honestly there was like a sister game called uh, devil's crush that I, I liked a lot more. Um, I, I mentioned Alien Crush because of the theme, honestly. But uh, Alien, I mean, Devil's Crush was just it's so influential to me. And um, it, it basically what it was was a, a pinball machine with like three times the height, right? Like imagine okay. a pinball machine that just like kept going. Right. right. But um, in reality, you know, in incline, like things get really steep towards the top. So you'd have to like redesign the pinball machine to do that. But in a game, you can just keep that same physics going. Right. So having an extending screen that goes vertically, it scrolls vertically. Um, that was the idea. I was like, man, so people really need to do that in life. <laughs> in these, pin they, I mean, like, I don't know. Pinball games are weird because you have a pinball audience that really likes pinball and they, they like the machines, you know, yep. and then they see video pinball as kind of like this, this weird, I don't know, thing, <laughs> you know, it's not really yeah. pinball. Right. Yeah, they're like, that's not the real thing. Why would we play there? But then you have like these retro collectors, which I am as well. I was I was actually a super early adopter of retro collecting. I was collecting 2,600 games back in, when I was like five, six years old. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a whole box for $5, like with the whole system and controllers and everything. Right. Um, yeah, now you spend like 90, 100, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, you know. But the idea of... of you know, taking those retro ideas and like 
putting them in like a a game today. I don't know. I, I really like the idea of that. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that, that something like this is, just like I said at the top of the show, is taking those genres and trying to blend them together to see what what fits and what can create something new that we haven't thought about definitely makes sense because I never uh, had seen something like this, but I, I think it's it's something that, that fits. Like, it's a wacky idea, but I think it, it is something that can really play and, and have a you'll have like a good time doing this because it, it adds a lot of elements from games that create a challenge but in a fun way right? right um have you ever and this is just a random thought based on you know talking about the physics of of a pinball machine being higher and i didn't really even take that into account but like have you ever thought of or is it in the game where you're going to have some of that physics where like as you get higher it's going to get quicker to drop uh no that's that's something that i've, I've actually kind of um, circumvented basically okay. by uh, I, I have a force that pulls the pinball down and mm -hmm. I can I can change that but I'm going to do it in more spacey ways than than like a, an actual pinball table like there's gotcha. there's no incline I'm just kind of creating that same speed gotcha so it'll be probably something where it's like a constant unless maybe there's like an area that's specifically different yeah like a gravity force field or a, uh, a black hole or something like that because it's a right. space game because <laughs> it's a space game uh that makes total sense so just looking at some of like the trailers and gameplay uh gameplay footage that's out there it, it seems like there's a lot going on right it's not just you know we said it that it's you're it's a shooter and you're keeping that pinball afloat it's not just hitting a ball and getting points though it's actually you trying to uh dodge around you have these like these these shields that are on your ship at certain points to bounce the ball around you're able to shoot it you have these enemies that are coming your way you have these different bosses can you can you tell me a little bit about some of those mechanics or those sure. you know thing, things like you know uh there's like power-ups there's boosts uh supposedly what exactly do we have as a player in this game well i mean there's there's a lot um and and like real real quick i i'd like to mention like for any devs out there that are listening i it's it's uh it's kind of important that i say this that a, making a game like this might look easier when you're looking at a finished product it was actually really really difficult to develop these mechanics um mm. obviously shooting that was easy i had i was like bullets coming out make the ball go and then right. i had to, and then it was hard i was like wow these bullets are too slow the ball is too fast you know so i had to uh -huh. Uh -huh. balance and 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 just keep balancing for like years literally i'm still balancing um so on top of that then i decide well you know it'd be cool as enemies <laughs> you know <laughs> and they should shoot you know and then maybe they should move you know so it was very incremental but at this right. point I'm actually adding like one last mechanic that's not in the game yet. And then I think that I think this will be like the the last one. And this is kind of cool and unannounced yet. And it's like a gravity field that's going to suck the ball in when you're near the ship. And okay. uh, and it's actually going to be because because you, you mentioned that there is a lot of mechanics now. It's kind of uh, it's not too much, but it, you could think that it would be if I were to just list them. Right. What's interesting is that most of them are kind of passive mechanics or they they all work in the same button press. So there's okay. a there's a boost button. And this is this is where I'm kind of putting like the it's like the fun button, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you got to throttle the fun button. You can't just hold down the fun button cuz that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So you have to know when to use the fun button. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just gonna keep calling it the fun button. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's what it should be called. <laughs> Essentially, there's a, uh, a meter that's on your ship. Actually, it's like the UI is attached to the ship, 
Um, I hope hopefully it's blended well enough where it looks like it's supposed to be there. But um, it's a uh, like a boost meter. And when mm-hmm. you hold down the button, it starts draining. When you release it, it starts refilling. If you get it to the bottom, uh, there's a cooldown where you have to wait before you can use it again. Gotcha. So the boost button implements a shield that will deflect or uh, destroy enemies. It'll uh, block bullets and that type of stuff. It also increases your uh, horizontal movement in the ship. So you dash left and right while you're holding down the boost button. And then also your firing rate is increased. So your bullets come out faster. And even if you already have a whole bunch of power-ups, if you hit that boost button, they're going to come out faster. Right. So th- those are like the main mechanics. And then the, the next thing is putting on top of that that gravity circle that's going to come around your ship. And that's going to suck the ball into position to make sure that even if it's just out of reach, you can grab it and put it up where you want it to go. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, when it comes to the actual, you know, we've got the mechanics now. What are we actually doing in this game, right? What's the main objective? When I see this game, it looks like you're you're getting from uh, that ball from one area to the next. But there's also different, you know, points like score uh, as well that Uh every time you're hitting the ball or you're hitting different things, you seem to be accumulating that score. So what's like the main objective and what's that point of the the score at the end of each level? Sure. So. Yeah, it's very much a, a point A to point B game, um, and I did that. I did that on purpose because I didn't want things to get too complex. I did. Right. I want there to be a clear goal, and I want there to be a, a core gameplay mechanic, which is shooting the ball to the top of the level. The top of the level has the exit. Um, I, in the bonus levels, I played with that a little bit, where the, you have some horizontal movement. Um, it's not something that I plan on keeping. I might, I'm not, people don't generally like that. It takes away from okay. the core mechanics. So I'm, I'm probably, it's a bad experiment. Sometimes you have to do bad experiments, you know? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> one of the things is people, they always think about like games and like the length of a game and how you should have just more levels and levels and levels. And sometimes that is definitely not the case. Well, I think that will be the case in this game. It's just, I really want to make sure that the difficulty ramp is perfect and that the game is like it has is it's smooth the mechanics are like i I don't want to put a whole bunch of levels in and then have to change them all right yeah yeah it's a lot of work yeah because i'm thinking like maybe 40 50 levels in the end and there's only like 12 now okay all right so we got some work to do oh Um, yeah but what what exactly is uh going back to the question what's the score all about uh yes the score so the score really doesn't do a whole lot right now it's just it's nice. there because i would like to implement it further in the future i don't have okay. a network set up for it i don't have any uh, third-party assets that do high scores or anything like that it does right. it does keep track of it in your system it'll save it okay. in your game and um it'll you know replace it and it actually keeps a track of a lot of score stuff it's just hmm. you can't the only way to to test it against your friends is to take a picture of it right now. Right, right. So eventually, possibly, you'd look to make some kind of leaderboard thing. But right now, it's it's just there to, to keep those metrics for when you can utilize it. Right, exactly. I, I would love to get leaderboards in. Um, and that's right. that's one of those things. Um, also, you know, if the Kickstarter or whatever crowdsourcing I, I do or crowdfunding in the future I do, mm-hmm. that would be one of those things because it, it would be an expense to have a network or something like that. Right. Yep. That makes total sense. So tell me a little bit about the actual world that you're in here. So, you know, we're, we're going through, we have these enemies, you're fighting this like giant spider or crab creature in one of the main, uh, trailers. Yeah. Um, 
what what is all what is what are we doing here right what's so, the main story behind this right yeah and it's it's one of those things that like i came up with the mechanics first right so right. i'm, I'm yep. still yep. building the story and that's why it's pretty wacky and weird so i'm kind of running with it in that direction okay and, I like but, it. but i also you know i do like having like deep meanings and stuff like that so and in my head, I always kind of put that stuff there, but I didn't realize that other people were interested in that kind of stuff until recently. So, right. yeah. yeah, and like, so the, the main idea is actually too deep to really go into because it's like about the nature of destruction, right? Which which okay. is coming from the center of the universe, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, yeah. That's, that's a lot to, to unpack. We might not be able to get all that on this episode. Right, right. But if you can think, right, the center of a galaxy is black hole. It's like compressing all of this, you know, data, essentially, biology and um, mm -hmm. just mass, right, different elements and stuff. So uh, it's along the lines of that in the deep end of the story. But there's a society of aliens that are creating power plants out of entire planets. And right. the character is only a ship. There, it's, there's no... Um, voice to the, the the ship yet. I'm not sure yet if I'm going to add a face to it or a voice or anything like that. But right now it's just a ship, just one ship. Even I'm going to add skins. I've I've got multiple skins uh, drawn, just not added to the game. Um, okay, okay. It's one of those things. that's like a focus thing. Like I'm I'm worried about getting the the core stuff down, and yeah, then yeah, I'll start adding all the cosmetics and stuff. Right, right. So Make yeah. Sure that base game is great and then we can work on all the the other niceties to have right and then the story is kind of the same way where it's like the important stuff is getting written down and then the the later stuff is still kind of gray um which is something that happens in games believe it or not the writing is not always set in stone throughout the whole development yeah. um it kind of has to go hand in hand right mm -hmm, if, mm -hmm. if i can't make a mechanic then i can't have that part of the story kind of thing you know what i mean Right. Nope. That that uh, that checks out. So yeah. then, are we looking at this game being something like having a full story mode, or is it just yeah. more of like okay, so there is a story mode to this. Uh -huh. Yeah. So you're you're basically going through the uh, the galaxies, right? And and okay. uh, I think it's just going to be one galaxy, maybe, but it's like solar systems of different, right, right, right. Um, you know, power plants on different um, planets of different solar systems. So you'd be basically going around destroying solar systems because they've been infected with a a, a like a species that's mm -hmm. using the energy to to further infest the rest of the universe so gotcha. we're trying to prevent it by basically cutting off a limb of the the galaxy so wow. it's kind of a sad thing mm -hmm. but it's inevitable in the future <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is an interesting uh, little backstory that I had no idea was there. Um, it's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything is. It's all good. We'll, we'll get there, I'm sure. Uh, but so if this is, you know, this full, is this just going to be a story mode game where you're just playing through these different levels? You play the story? I think I saw on one of your recent, uh, your like uh, Twitch streams of game development, you mentioned something about having different modes. Uh, yeah, so I, I, there's definitely going to be multiple modes. I'm not sure how many are going to make it into the like the hard release because you know games today they get updates, right? So right. some of these game modes might be updates. Some of them might be part of the Kickstarter campaigns. I'm not really sure yet. But mm -hmm. right yeah. now there's versus mode in there and it's uh, local, so you can play against someone else's with if you got two controllers. Or someone's yep. on keyboard and someone's on control, um, controller. I believe that'll work. Um, and then 
there's also a mode that I'm working out right now that's not in the game yet, but it's I'm working on a roguelite mode. So Hell essentially, yeah. yeah. So essentially, it's going to be like an endless mode where the the blocks kind of are falling down from the top off screen, and then building the level as you progress. And um, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to do like a boss at the top, and then you you fight the boss and you go to the next um, like increment. Right, uh, right. And then you you know pick up a power up that stays with you throughout your run, and then mm -hmm. some power ups that stay with you like until you complete the game type thing yeah. so a, a whole nother mode right right yeah i think it makes sense especially if you're creating all those mechanics I, I i can't see why given the idea of having this uh you know this constantly moving upwards and getting these different power-ups that this wouldn't work in the roguelike space yeah and that's and you know when i was first making the game i didn't think at all about roguelites i was like oh that might be a trend that that might last i don't know and I was looking at it, but I, I didn't really know much about procedural generation and I hadn't yep. done the research yet. So I was just kind of like, ah, that's an afterthought kind of thing. <laughs> but I saw other people doing that too, where they had already made like an action adventure game or a uh, an action RPG game. And then they started calling it roguelite. Yep. It, it I, like personally, I know that there are uh, many people who, who have their, their quarrels with, um, roguelikes in general but i am a huge fan of the genre i love the replayability and i think it does make sense um i do enjoy the fact though that it is its own separate mode in case you know people might not want to gravitate towards that they can just yeah you right. got the story mode that's you know the main focus of the game um so i think it does make sense um i'd be excited to see you know kind of where that sticks if that is something like a, a, yeah. a crowdfunded uh you know type thing or if that's something that comes later um, but let's let's focus on the the story mode. Let's take a step sure. back because I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. I know this is kind of you want to talk about the bug boss, don't you? I yeah, I wanted to talk more about that bug boss. What is it? What's what's up with that bug boss? No, I'm just <laughs> so um, I know this is kind of kind of tough, especially because where you're in at development. But you mentioned that you wanted somewhere around forty levels or so. Mm -hmm. uh, granted, you know this is just you know all in your head at this point. It's not fully fleshed out, but Given that you kind of have that rough estimation in your mind, uh, what what are you looking for as far as a time frame for someone to complete this? Like, so let's say someone had just bought this game, they wanted to go from story mode one to done, right? What what do like you like? One hundred percent uh, completionist. Um, I mean, I was okay. So that's a great question because what does one hundred percent complete look like other than finishing a level? Uh, so, so if let's say you were just going to finish the story mode, I'd like that to take about four hours or so. Okay. But if if you were going to get like all of the achievements, I I would want you to spend at least like twelve hours playing. Okay. So what have what a uh, what are some of those those achievements or those things that will take it from you know uh, a step above just beating the level? Like what sure. are, what do you yeah, have? Like in like I'm I'm drawing this boss right now. Um, uh, it's you know i'm posting it on twitter and stuff like that it's not in the game yet um it's not mm -hmm. animated yet but it's it's coming together and people are liking it it's actually getting some good traction um you know relative traction for me um <laughs> and uh yeah so i mean wouldn't you like to play as a boss right everyone would yeah. like to play as a boss why wouldn't you want to yeah. play as a boss but you got to like yeah. beat the game on three different modes to do it right you know that that oh, thing. okay <laughs> All right, I like it. I like It'd be it. cool to play as the bug boss, maybe. Maybe there's a way I could work that out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That would be cool. That would be cool. Maybe there's I'd a way. 
or yeah, like maybe. or a asymmetrical gameplay mode where you all of a sudden you enter a certain versus mode where one player is the the boss and the other player is the the ship like little things like that i'm a really yeah. creative person and i like throwing <laughs> stuff like that into games so i, I want to put like little secrets and little little unlockables in there gotcha i like it you also seem super humble which i enjoy oh thank you uh yeah it's i've been through a, a lot in my life <laughs> I'll just tease them, yeah. Uh, but no, that does sound great. I, I would love to see something like that. I, I really do enjoy games that have that, that um, changing it so, you know, flipping the script kind of where you're able to take over the boss. I think, uh, you know, that doesn't always apply, but it probably would make sense in that that versus mode. Um, but that would be very interesting to see. Can you, we talk a little bit about versus mode actually, because I, yeah. I, I saw something about that. I just wanted to know more exactly. Like, how is that going to work? Especially since you're, you know, the main point of a game, right? In this context is moving from point A to point B and moving upwards. Right. So what mm -hmm. is a, a versus going to be like? Well, so there's a, there's a mechanic that was made early in the game that I, it's, it gets overlooked really easily. Now, um, the early, early version of the game the bullets came out really slow and the ball was much faster and um, there was a lot more things working against you. So the the bottom, the pit at the bottom was actually like a, a thing, like that was an issue, right? If you mm -hmm. all landed in the pit, the game was over, you died. Um, right. That doesn't really happen a lot anymore because I, so when I first made the game, it was too difficult and I was having a lot of testers that were just having a rough time and I was watching them. It was really hard for me to watch them have a hard time. So that's mm -hmm. when I started making the game easier, um, like a lot easier. And then all of a sudden the lava wasn't a problem anymore. Uh, in roguelite mode, I decided I was going to make the, the lava raise. So now it is a problem again. So that's pretty easy. I'm going to put that in the story mode too, because it's a good mechanic. But then, right. so the lava all of a sudden plays a huge factor in versus mode because there's two ways to die in versus mode. You get shot enough with the bullets because you can shoot each other. Um, mm -hmm. which is great because it's like shoot them up versus mode, which is another thing that I don't, can't believe no one's made yet. Holy cow. Um, and then <laughs> this is like Pong also because there's a ball flying back and forth. It's like vertical right. Pong, but then the whole thing scrolls. So there's like a, a few screen lengths, of course, where you're, you're Ponging back and forth up and down this chamber and at the, at the opposite ends of this chamber, this vertical chamber are these lava like pools so gotcha. it's so a little lava, weird because lava coming from both the bottom and the top yes and like slowly <laughs> going towards the midpoint it could be i have not put that in there yet that is a great idea <laughs> okay yeah because that's what i was thinking is because otherwise you're playing as like you know attacker versus defender but if it's coming from both angles it's almost like shoot it as high or as low down as you can so that so, they get right get it it's, stuck in the lava it's currently not moving in versus mode is okay. what i meant it's it's on both ends but it's currently okay not i got moving. you i got you what what makes it interesting then is that there's gravity inversion in the middle where there isn't in story mode right okay so all of a sudden the balls on the other end it starts getting sucked towards the lava on the other end or in the options you can actually change the gravity so it, it's inverted again so it gets stuck towards the middle to make the game play out a little bit longer, which is fun. Or right. you can turn the gravity off completely, which makes the ball act completely different. All of a sudden, it's like a different game and it feels like you have to relearn something. It, it can be challenging or fun. 
Yeah, that sounds super interesting. I love the the idea of having those different options and you could do that with something, you know, like a game mode where it, it randomizes those and it shuffles it. You could have something like I'd love to see something like that, that lava moving closer to the midpoint. You could even do it as kind of like a, 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 a final uh, oh, I love that idea. times over idea where it's oh, like yeah. after the three minutes, it starts yeah, moving absolutely. closer or something like that. I was thinking to... three minutes too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. We're on the same page. Um, no, I, I, I love that idea. I think it definitely will get, you know, people more invested if they have someone to, to go up against to, to say that I'm, you know, the best. And if you don't have someone else to play against the, the AI, I play again. I'm like addicted to the AI. Like really? I, I'm okay. developing a vendetta against my own AI. <laughs> because I I like challenging AI. I, I like I like I like playing Rocket League, but I hate mm -hmm. I hate the community. <laughs> Maybe they're just not good enough, right? I'm, yeah. What do they say? In, uninstall. Like, well, I don't need to hear that. I'm trying to play a game. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, what I do. I go into the AI mode and I play with bots. <laughs> I'll play drop shot with bots, all star, and I'll I'll even go unfair and I'll beat them unfair and I'll and I have fun. And if I lose, I I'm no, no one's telling me to uninstall the game. You know. Right. Exactly. So I'm passionate about <laughs> single player AI in versus. Huh? Well, I... and there's options there too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's a good idea, especially for right now. If you don't have that that um, the multiplayer, like online multiplayer, it's good to have that option. Especially, uh, hopefully, down the road there might be an opportunity where you know if that's a crowdfunded thing or yeah, or maybe the later. online stuff is definitely something that I'm already looking into. I'm looking into a couple different options and different people that might be able to help me do it um, on top of obviously the crowdfunding stuff. But what's right. really interesting about this versus mode is that so. Before COVID, I was a huge fan of this game called Killer Queen. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the arcade game, right? Have you played it? I've never played it. I've oh seen it, God. though. I've, it's so yeah. much fun. After COVID stuff, like when this all calms down in a few years or whatever, hopefully the, those cabs still exist because this is amazing. Actually, yeah, no, I'm not going to go into it too much. But anyways, <laughs> I'm a big Killer Queen fan. The bar is all closed down. Actually, the bar we were at just completely shut down. It's really sad. Um, actually, I brought on the bartender as, as help for um, like marketing and stuff like that. Which oh, is that's actually, awesome. He was a big fan of the game. So like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm so fond of versus mode, especially playing in the bar with all of my friends and stuff like that, that I, I felt really compelled to make a versus mode in my game and bring it to the bar and test it with them. And, and that was really oh, fun. Incredible. And then it was like a week later, COVID happened. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah covid ruining a lot of things that's that's a shame because you know that that would have been great i mean you can you can obviously get those vibes from that game because uh from this game because you know it's not a it's not a retro game in in the regards to what you would think of for the actual definition but it does have a lot of those same you know uh mechanics that you think of in in that regards so i think it would have made sense to have something like this even even if you created you know that one uh that one fake cabinet so to speak uh <laughs> just there because it's you know the bar that you go to all the time that would be super cool um i still want to do it honestly i know I've got yeah, so I many mean, ideas for a cab or two different cabs <laughs> you know what i mean i mean eventually this stuff has to end right you know something has to give so uh hopefully there is a world uh and we're at the hopefully the you know the light at the end of the tunnel kind of situation where all of this blows past us soonish uh, and I hope correct. to, I mean, yeah, who knows, but, uh, I hope to, to see that. Cause that sounds really cool. Um, Honestly, I love coin up. It was a huge part of my childhood. I hate to see it go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, 
let's talk about, and I know this is kind of uh, possibly too far and or too close to really tell, but I know you're not going to give me an exact date. It sounds like you still have quite a bit of work to do on this project, but is there a current like release date window you're trying to shoot yeah, for? Yeah, for like the hard release, I'm thinking probably the probably 2022 at this point because it's like this year is already starting like you know what right. i mean i'm I already know. my mind is already on 2021 and this is like i said 40 levels that's the rate i'm going there's no way it's going to happen this year so i'm already yeah. thinking 2022 it could be the end of 2022 maybe maybe the beginning of 2023 at this point it really honestly it's going to depend a lot on the crowdfunding because if if it takes off and i keep going then who knows right it's kind right. of an exponential thing. So w the way it started, actually, I you know I watch a lot of GDC talks and stuff, and there's this inverted pyramid like plan, right, where you make a minimal viable product and you just kind of add to it, right? You make it work, and then once it starts working, you say like, oh, well, let's let's make it, let's just make it better, like a fractal, right? Right, right. So you have a you have a good looking product, even though it's it's not really much there and people like it and then every time someone likes it i keep adding a feature <laughs> <laughs> um and that, that's kind of the opposite of what i was doing before i was like i'm i'm like i was working on something that was way too big before retro baseball and i just kept adding features and adding features that wasn't showing anyone i wasn't telling anyone i was just kind of in the woods by myself literally in the woods it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like oh, i'm gonna make this and it's gonna be awesome and people are gonna like it one day and then no one ever finds out about it so right so. You live in your yeah, life. It's, it's well, yeah, that's very true. It's tough. You have to build a community behind this. You have to get you know people involved. You have to get those people who who are going to give you that feedback. And I think um, that would be advice that I would give right there. Yeah. If, if you're starting out, start making friends, start networking, get on the internet. Don't live in the woods with no internet and teach yourself how to program. That's not the way to do it. It might be fun. <laughs> it might be fun, but it's not the way to do it. Make right. some friends, talk to people, and you know what? Just be really kind, because that's how you find kind people in return, and that's 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 the uh, the real currency here is kindness. Wow. You know, it's funny because that was one of my questions. I wanted to, I always ask and, and wrap this up at the end uh, about hearing advice from you know people in the indie space and what what you would would you know distill upon those who might be interested in this and uh it sounds like you already gave it to us um make friends sounds simple but uh you know it's oh it's probably not. it's not that simple. well yeah it's not <laughs> when i was in college i didn't i mean i made friends i still have those friends but i did not network nearly as much as i should have right yeah oh my gosh i, I really wish i would have networked a whole lot more like early early on I mean, it's not easy to do. So, so go on Google and learn how to network. Like, take those steps. Don't don't say like, oh, I'm not, I'm not outgoing. Learn how to be outgoing. I'm an introvert. I, heart, I was introverted so long. It took me forever. I'm still, I'm still learning how to be, have more energy in my voice. How to, how to say things that that resonate with people. Um, you know, all those things are really, really difficult. So it's it's more yeah. than just networking. It's learning how to do it well. I I totally hear you. I am not a great networker, so I can I can uh, I can feel uh, the sentiment that you you have for this. But that being said, uh, this is the end of the show. Uh, I just want to thank you so much, Rick, for for coming on. For those listening, 
Retros Baseball is currently in development, but uh, you can go to the Itch page where they have a beta version of this game available. Um, so you can, you know, try it out, uh, give them feedback, join their Discord. It's all within that Itch page. Uh, we'll also tag that in our tweet that we send out when this episode goes live. Uh, and you can also follow Rick on uh, Twitter because, like he said, he's uh, doing these things where. Uh, you know, when he starts development, there's sometimes where he goes on Twitch and he'll stream and show the actual process for those who are interested. Uh, he's sharing some of the images for those bosses that he's working on right now. Uh, Rick, uh, do you want to share out your Twitter? Oh, yeah, sure. It's just my name. Uh, R-I-K-O-C-L-O-N. Um, I think it's one word. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be sure to also tag that when we when we tweet this out. Um, Definitely any... hit me up, too. And, like, if you like my game, or if you don't like it even, let me know. I, I want to talk to people. Like, I'm my DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> hit the, hit up is... the Discord. Yeah, for sure. Everybody get in there. If this sounded interesting, check it out. Uh, once again, Rick, thank you so much for joining. Oh, Best of luck you. with the game. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.